0: If you want to ride high, they'll show you the road Two swell guys to help shoulder the load On the Way Highway They'll take a ride on the Way Highway It's time for the Way Highway here on Adobe Radio With your hosts... John Cowig and Kristen Sanchez. Ahoy! Welcome to the Way Highway here on Adobe Radio. It's that time of week again, Thursday at the 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. So we're going to take over the airwaves with a little bit of cannabis comedy for you all. So, sit back, relax, spark it up, drink it down, eat it in, do your thing and let us entertain you. Me, my name is Sean Cowig and with me is the one, the only, Kristen Sanchez. Hello.
1: Hi, that's me. Thanks everyone for tuning in and listening. And also if you would like to follow us on social media, as always, you could follow Sean Cowick at Sean Cowick and you could follow me, Kristen Sanchez at siren 16 X. You could also follow the way highway at the way highway or send us an email at wayhighwayadobe.com at And uh, it'll be great. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you and like we could share, I don't know, recipes. Tell us your favorite edible recipe. Like yeah. I, I'm looking for something good to make.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell us, um, you know, maybe you're making some cannabis Rice Krispie treats, but you don't do Rice Krispie treats in the ordinary way because, like, Mm -hmm. Rice Krispie treats don't just have to be regular Rice Krispies and marshmallows.
1: The technology
0: has come so far. So far. (laughs) You could do whatever you want.
1: Like, oh my gosh. I'm just getting excited now of all the possibilities.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you could, I mean, i know it says rice crispy treat because that's the og Mm -hmm. but like there are fruity pebbles i mean doesn't that work the same way isn't the technology essentially the same and then instead of just being rice krispies you get a fruity pebble treat
1: i fucking love fruity
0: pebbles fruity pebbles are good
1: like i like the other week when we did the thing about the uh weed cereal oh yeah can I tell you how surprised I was that Fruity Pebbles was, didn't make that list anywhere?
0: Oh my god, we never got to Fruity Pebbles, you're right. Wow.
1: They're so
0: good. <laughs> Addendum so- to the cereal list, Fruity Pebbles.
1: Yeah, because like you don't need milk for that shit either. No. Just like Cinnamon Toast Crunch.
0: Yep, you could just eat handfuls of Fruity Pebbles and be satisfied.
1: You know what I do because I'm a fucking monster? <laughs> tell me. Or what I used to do when I was going to school, I would take a red solo cup,
0: uh-huh. and I would fill it
1: with rice krispies
0: uh-huh. or
1: fruity pebbles yeah. or whatever it was.
0: Yeah.
1: And I would go to school and just kind of like drink <laughs> my my cereal, but like there was no milk involved, so it was just like dry cereal. <laughs> And then by the time I got to school, it was always empty and I could just throw away my red cell cup. Yeah. yeah. So silly. I
0: want to run into you at a keg party, not with a keg of beer, with a keg of Fruity Pebbles. No, sorry. With a keg, with a keg of Fruity Pebbles. Yes. Yeah. I stand by I it. I like that too. I stand by it. <laughs> um, Right before we started the show, we were talking about social media and basically, mm-hmm. um, getting shot onto TikTok. Mm-hmm. It hasn't happened yet, but I feel like it's going to happen soon. Um, yeah. And the funny thing about it is I am an idiot. And so whenever the last software update for Apple happened and all your apps started asking like, can we track you? I mm-hmm. said yes to every single one. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, try. Yeah. sure. Why not? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sure. Um, so, like, my phone uh, knows everything about me at this point. And I think yeah. whenever I get on TikTok, it's going to be hilarious. Because already in, on my Instagram feed and in my suggested reels, it's all of, like, every single one of my suggested reels is some sort of interview or red carpet or, like, life real video of Vampire Diaries actors. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it is. Okay. (laughs) It is 100%. I mean, girl,
1: I should just get you a fucking tumbler, and then you can start writing fucking fan fiction, too. <laughs> I Jeez. I know,
0: I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm going to start a Twitch series that is just me watching Vampire um, Diaries episodes and reacting to them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's my own DVD commentary. Amazing. <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't I don't know anything about TikTok. It's kind of funny cuz now it's been around for too long. I'm behind the game on this one. And mm-hmm. in my mind, it it um it boils down to mimicking dancing and the one guy drinking cranberry juice uh singing Fleetwood Mac. That is my frame of reference for gotcha. TikTok. But as I understand it, it's far more than that.
1: Yes. Mm. very much is um so um tiktok can be as um light or as heavy as you would like it to be oh um
0: and
1: (laughs) yeah we're gonna start there whoa (laughs) um because like there are different capacities in which you can use TikTok, and so the way that I particularly use my TikTok is, I really like to um, follow like creators who are like not getting enough views, or their content is maybe being suppressed because um, there's a there's a lot of bullshit also with TikTok. Yeah. I don't know if you um, are aware of any of it, but there is a um, kind of like ongoing battle between people who are trying to make good social change in the world Uh and uh, i don't know how to put this but um fucking nazis um that (laughs) are like trying to like mass report them so that like all of their information or videos gets taken down um and it's just very like sad because like the um the misinformation and all the stupidity that is on um like that site because it is is legitimately every single person regardless of their point of view regardless of their age regardless of how much time they put into the thought of what they were going to say has the ability to get on camera and record a minute of whatever that their brains have inside of them and then put it out to social media. And because of these algorithms, we are like, it's the echo chamber effect and like, you'll find your communities. (laughs) I actually follow a couple of um, female TikTok creators who have created, additional tiktok accounts where they sign up as if they are males um and they sign up to see like what the difference is between the algorithm and the like fucking ridiculously misogynistic over the top over sexualized like women are items and commodities for men to consume Uh. um, is literally like fucking rampant and it's just like one of those things um and like obviously people will get on and they'll give their opinions and so like a human being who is on uh tiktok who is for example trying to give information on how to you know hang something on your wall properly or you know how to you know turn over your engine or like whatever the particular thing is and just because they identify as something that these literal fucking nazis uh. don't like um they get like mass reported and their videos get taken down it's just like a very um interesting thing to see um but they're just like There's so many different aspects of TikTok in that way where it can be as light as I'm going to do a video where I just do a dance Mm -hmm. or um i am a uh sex worker and i have uh only and i'm going to do like uh little videos so like i could get my clientele which you know whatever you do you girl hell yeah, yeah. um but like um pay those bills mm-hmm. um but like also there's like little kids who will just be like on the app and then they're like you know a 12 year old girl who's like she sees those dances that the other people are doing and she's like, Yeah, I want to do those dances. And then um, she's, you know, 13. So inevitably, there are men in the comments that are going to be like, Worth going to jail over. And like, that's like oh a real thing God. because, you know, turns out a lot of men are pedophiles. A lot of men are pedophiles, um, which is uh, very fucking creepy. Yeah. But it's wonderful because they're all just outing themselves. And then there are other creators like I I particularly love um, that are like good for holding people accountable for their shit. For example um, uh, there's a creator called Our Exorcist Mm -hmm. um, and she um, is a pharmacy, uh, she has like an extensive degree in pharmacy and um, one of the things that happens on her account is that people will send her videos of like nurses who are like anti-vaxxers if you haven't gotten a vaccine by now and you're you're capable of getting the vaccine please 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 consider the fact that the people that cannot be vaccinated right now are children yeah they are children and i understand that you may not care and like you don't You don't care about anyone but yourself because it's very clear by now. Um, But, like, just think about that. Because you're you're a party to murdering slash the death of children. Like, that's where you're at right now. Like, Um, hope your flag flies just as straight after that.
0: Uh, Um, Check this out. If you're saying... If you are... If you are wealthy male and white Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you are an anti-vaxxer and you say my body my choice go fuck yourself
1: also, it's not your body, your choice, because, like, that's not how that works, yep. because turns out, like, when you go into a building and you're like, my body, my choice, it's like, you don't walk into a fucking Starbucks smoking asshole, because, <laughs> like, turns out, even though it's your body and your choice to fucking smoke, there are rules at these locations that, huh, huh. Everyone has to follow because it's a society.
0: Yeah. You don't get drunk and then drive your car with no seatbelt and scream my body, my choice and crash into a school bus, you raging psychopath. Go get a vaccine.
1: Totally. Totally.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Um, But yeah, so the girl that I follow is wonderful because um, she does this, like, thing where she's like, oh my god, hey, bestie, so I happened to get this video forwarded to me, and I don't know, is this you? Do you work at this specific (laughs) hospital, Um, and are you this person saying all these things? Well, don't worry, because I've gone ahead and I've notified your hospital, but in addition to that, I've also notified the medical board. And in addition to that, every single person in your family that I could find on social media, <laughs> I've sent your video to them as well. So, um, you know, <laughs> thanks a lot, bestie. I hope you have a great time not getting vaccinated. Oh, wow. So, like, maybe you should. And I um, I appreciate that on a um, soul level. Yeah. Because, like accountability yeah accountability matters yes. and I know that like <laughs> this nation isn't really good at keeping people accountable for shit
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. uh <laughs> <the> six <laughs>
0: uh-huh
1: <laughs> um, but um yeah so uh it's just nice it's just nice to see people being kept, held accountable
0: hell yeah hell yeah yes well all right, you're selling me. I don't think it's going to be too long before your boy Sean ends up on the old TikTok and we'll see. We'll see what happens when that happens. If I'm just, you know, using it to check out some good content or if I'm some making some content of my own, maybe I'll find my niche. But what I do know is it will be a trip. And speaking of trips, I want to talk about psilocybin. In psilocybin research But We gotta do it when we come back from a little break Huh? So we're gonna take a quick break here On the Way Highway, you're listening to Adobe Radio That's incredible Stay tuned, we'll be right back After these messages We'll be right back Welcome back to the Way Highway Here on Adobe Radio I'm Sean And Chris here Yay (laughs) <laughs> That's me this week, this is my voice. Um, so I got an article. I've got a few articles, mm-hmm. got a few articles here. Um, mm-hmm. uh, this one is from Marijuana Moment, uh, Whoa. yeah, uh, and it's uh, by Kyle Yeager Ann Arbor City Council declares psychedelic awareness month for September. Well, huh. um. So nearly one year after the Ann Arbor, Michigan city council voted to decriminalize a wide range of psychedelics, lawmakers on Monday approved a resolution to officially designate September as Ethnogenic Plants and Fungi Awareness Month. Um, the measure, sponsored by Councilman Jeff Hayner and backed by Decriminalized Nature Ann Arbor, passed in a n- unanimous vote on Monday evening. Really. Huh. Uh, text of the resolution states that certain psychedelics have been shown to have therapeutic value for mental health conditions such as post-traumatic stress disorder, severe depression, and end-of-life anxiety. It also points out that the Food and Drug Administration has granted a breakthrough therapy designation for psilocybin in cases of major depressive disorder. Practices with euthanogenic plants fungi have been considered sacred to human cultures and human relationships with nature for thousands of years, the resolution says. It further notes that after Ann Arbor elected to make enforcement of laws against psychedelics among the city's lowest priorities, a county prosecutor announced in January that his office will not be pursuing charges over possessing marijuana or euthanogenic substances like psilocybin and ayahuasca, regardless of the amount at issue. Huh. Um so that's pretty dope. Um, but then it, further on in it, uh, psychedelics reform is also currently advancing in East Hampton, Massachusetts, in Arcata, California. Other Massachusetts cities that have enacted the policy change are Northampton, Somerville, and Cambridge. And earlier this month, state, law, state lawmakers also heard testimony about a bill to create a task force charged with studying the implications of legalizing psychedelics like psilocybin and ayahuasca in california oakland and santa cruz have already enacted psychedelic uh decriminalization De- voters in washington dc approved a ballot measure to decriminalize psychedelics in the nation's capital in november so we're really moving along yeah uh it's already decriminalized uh okay so it's Oh, Oregon and Denver, I believe it's decriminalized, uh, and it might be recreational in Oregon. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> but we are moving along. Yeah. I, I find that so interesting.
1: Yeah, I think it's interesting that, like... I think it's interesting that we didn't study it for so long because obviously, you know, the war on drugs and all that shit, yeah. but, um, it's, it's very cool that we are now starting to study these things. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I think it's really interesting. Psychology today is one of my favorite, um, resources Mm -hmm. for anything like mental health Mm -hmm. and they've got several articles about um psilocybin Mm -hmm. so i think that's very interesting and how um you know they are continuing to study it and use it and how it's actually been proving to be very beneficial for people with um depression and anxiety
0: Yeah. yeah yes absolutely i mean and i mean think about what happened with cannabis Mm -hmm. And how, what did we know about cannabis? Well, we knew there was weed. Mm -hmm. We knew there was flour. We knew that you could buy illegally. uh, And I mean, especially in the beginning for me, you're just buying a terrible bag of weed Mm -hmm. to try to get high with your friends. And then as soon as we start moving along, all of a sudden, right, the quality Mm -hmm. gets incredibly better. Uh, edibles become prevalent and not just something you're trying to make alone in your kitchen. (laughs) CBD becomes a thing. Delta 8 becomes a thing.
1: Yeah, a whole bunch of new toys have been added to the arsenal. Yep. While also making it a little bit easier for, um, like, newer clientele to try things out. Yeah. And, like, not in a way, like, because, you know, when you used to home make your own edibles, like, that was, you were, you were kind of playing with fire sometimes. Yes. Because, um, like, you know, you weren't sure how strong those things were going to be. And a lot of people who have expressed that they did not have a fun first experience with marijuana are normally people who have eaten an edible. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to think um, nine times out of ten, it's because, you um, the dosage was too high for the individual for their first time. Um, and I just think that it's, it's an interesting thing that they are, um, like, like really lowering dosages in edibles because like, it used to be like a hundred milligrams for like a cookie, which was like, yeah, fuck like that's something that I need as a, as an old pro stoner. Yeah. Um, but like, For everyone now, there's, like, a plethora, be it, like, Canva, Terra, Mm -hmm. Kamino, like, everyone has Cushy Punch, which is my fucking favorite. Love you, Cushy Punch. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, And uh, they just have, like, a plethora of different, like, milligrams and sizes, being from two milligrams all the way up to ten. Yeah. And, like, you can really, like, you can really customize your experience if you are new to it mm-hmm. um, but also um, if you are new to weed please be aware that um, different varieties of ingesting weed have different effects and lengths of times um, so ingesting an edible will obviously be a little bit longer than smoking a joint right. so um, if you are just like I just want like a quick little thing mm-hmm. try for yeah. your first time. Maybe, maybe that's, that's a day where you're like, yeah, I don't have shit to do and I'm just going to clean the apartment. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. And Hey, you know, you can even go out and get an edible. That's a ratio. So it doesn't have to all be THC. You can mitigate your THC with CBD. And that's, mm-hmm. I, I, I truly love that. I really do. Yes, I think my favorite type of edible is a one-to-one gummy because it just, it doesn't hit too hard and mm-hmm. it, i just feel good it just makes me feel good
1: i just love i think edibles is my absolute favorite way to get high yep. because it's just like so i get to a place where i have eaten an edible and when it starts to kick in i'm like oh okay i'm starting to feel goofy yeah this is really fun yeah and then it gets to a point where, unlike um, other, like, like smoking a joint or, like, using a vape or anything like that, mm-hmm. um, I reach this level of high with an edible that I just don't achieve mm-hmm. with, uh, like, a vape or with a joint or anything like that. Um, and it's just this, like, for me, it's this, like, little... Access door to Giggle Town,
0: <laughs> yeah. And
1: I'm just a big fan of Giggle Town, so like any way I can get in, it's nice,
0: yeah.
1: Um, and I just have like a great time, yeah. Um, and like yeah, I I also recommend uh for any first timer, please make sure to do it with um a trusted friend mm-hmm. or uh someone who has uh some type of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, because that their experience can be invaluable and it's very helpful sometimes, but you always want someone to be there to help you like calm down. Should you start to panic? I know when I first started getting high, I used to panic a lot more, but I don't panic as much now. Yeah. Good,
0: good, 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 good. I, only panic when I dose myself, meaning I take an edible and I'm just so used to it, nom 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 and like moving on to whatever else I'm doing that I just forget I took the edible. So, so I'll even clean and then like leave the house and I'll be in Whole Foods like looking at <laughs> different apples and I'll be like, "Wait, what's going on?"
1: <laughs> Hilarious. Um, every time I eat an edible, I set a timer on my phone.
0: Ah. That's Every smart. Every time. That's smart. So
1: I know um, about how long it's been since I um, took it, mm-hmm. so I can kind of, like, tell when, like, you know, stuff's going to start setting in. That's great. Um, and also, if I should forget when the last time I took something was. Uh-huh. It's right there.
0: Boom. Oh. Oh. Boom.
1: And if you have, uh, if you have a uh, iPhone, my favorite thing to do is use the stopwatch feature. Because it'll just count your time. And should you decide to take another edible, you can just hit that lap feature. Yep. Yep. And all of a sudden, you know exactly how long it was between your last time you (laughs) took something. I'm just saying there are ways to get high and use your iPhone to (laughs) be smart about it. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Tools Um,
1: of the high trade.
0: uh, But... Well, thinking about psilocybin and and exactly what we're talking about, if research could be done, because I don't know if you've ever taken shrooms, so shrooms in just their shroom form are gross. They're gross. You're just eating, like, dried, gross fungi, right? And... There are different ways to try to, you know, help yourself do that. Uh, peanut butter is is a big um, helper. Like, you could put peanut butter on a slice of bread, put your shrooms in there, throw another slice of bread on there, and make a shroom peanut butter sandwich and try that. But, like, they're just unfortunately gross. But... I feel like with research, just like, okay, so like picture weed. You've got a bag of weed. You're not going to take the bag of weed and just start chewing on the nugs. That doesn't make any sense, right? You're going to let a scientist take the extract out and put it into something delicious and then give it to you that in and, and, and a portion that you can know and understand food scientists. So like, I want a scientist to do that with shrooms where they're like, okay, we've, we've been able to figure out where the psilocybin is and then we can extract that and put it into something, uh, and make this easier to negotiate. So that way, yeah, you don't have to eat. Is a- that
1: kind of like the, the, um, like microdosing?
0: Yeah, microdosing is that. I I don't I've never microdosed. So I, I um and I haven't talked enough to a person that's been microdosing to know like specifically what it looks like cuz I assume somebody's doing something to it. Like somebody's breaking it into like portions for you and I wonder if they like grind it up and put it into a pill so then you're just taking a pill um or, or what happens with that? But yeah, it's gotta be negotiated. I've tried a couple of times to take shrooms and boil them in water and make shroom tea, but I don't know if it's ever worked as well as just force feeding that bag of gross ass shrooms down your gullet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Silly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. gosh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I have another article here. Uh, And this one is from Scientific American, and this is actually about uh, the psilocybin as as it works in the end. This is like the research we want them to do. So psilocybin therapy may work as well as common antidepressants, Uh, and this is by Zoe Cormier. This is from April of 2021. Um, The first randomized controlled trial to compare the illicit psychedelic psilocybin with a conventional selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, an SSRI uh, antidepressant, found that the former improved symptoms of depression just as well on an established metric and had fewer side effects. The study was fairly small, however, and was not explicitly intended to show how well the drug stacked up on other measures of well-being. Uh, But in this study published on uh, Thursday in the New England Journal of Medicine, psychiatrist David Nutt, psychologist Robin Carnhart-Harris, and other researchers, all then at Imperial College London, conducted a six-week trial of 59 participants split into two groups. One group was given a full dose of psilocybin, the active ingredient in magic mushrooms, in combination with psychotherapy, and the other received daily amounts of the SSRI, es- uh, I can't say that, Esquitelopram, <laughs> plus two. Perfect. Yeah. That was it. That was it? Did, did I say that I right? Have no I have
1: no idea. <laughs> I was just trying to be a supportive friend. Thank
0: you. You're um, plus two <laughs> minuscule amounts of psilocybin with psychotherapy. All of the participants suffered from major depressive disorder, which affects roughly 10% of the US population in the given year. Uh, researchers had previously conducted an open-label trial in which subjects and practitioners know which treatment they are getting in four randomized controlled trials of psilocybin for depression and anxiety. But until now, no randomized controlled trials had directly compared psilocybin with an SSRI. Conventional antidepressants have dominated psychiatry for so long, so it is noteworthy to compare psilocybin, still an illegal drug, with a standard first-line treatment, says Carhart-Harris, now at the University of California's San Francisco's Noriscape Center. Psilocybin is designated as a Schedule I substance defined as having no currently accepted medical use and a high potential for abuse. This clearly suggests we need to change the legal status of psilocybin because it is starkly at odds with the data, Carnart-Harris says. I mean... That is just like that is just the goddamn war on drug shit because yeah I, I, there is no currently accepted medical use and a high potential for abuse I disagree with so wholeheartedly um, because I think there is like I've seen it happen yeah. live like I've seen people go through shit on shrooms and come out the other end and be like. That was the greatest experience of my life. There was catharsis yeah. that happened, and then they were better for it. And yeah. I don't... High potential for abuse, I don't know anybody who abuses shrooms. I've literally never met a person that was like, and then I got addicted to shrooms, and I was tripping everyone. i shrooming
1: every, like, out here, man. I'm shrooming Like,
0: it. no, dude. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No. Well,
1: to me, it sounds a lot like, hmm we are a capitalist nation yep. there is a um, there is a natural occurring thing that could potentially cure depression which all of these people who um, have uh, vested interests in now big pharma uh-huh uh are like no well we have been studying it and it's you know this this is this is better even though it's got 8000 side effects and it's not natural in any way shape or form and it's probably like you know going to cause other side effects and make your life maybe a living hell, hell in other ways but like you know for uh, it's it's not naturally occurring from the ground <laughs> We can't just right. we can just take something that's that's natural and like evidence shows is helping people like
0: it it's crazy. It's
1: almost like you expected us to make sense as big pharma.
0: Right. Right. It's it's like people get rich on something and then exhibit no ability to adapt whatsoever.
1: It's just like it just reminds me of like EpiPens
0: in America. And
1: it's just like the person who increased the cost of Mm EpiPens did it for the sole purpose of just being a shit human to get more money. Yep. And like didn't care about all of the people's life. How? What the? uh, Ken, like, I just want to know, like, why the fuck is it such a, like, ridiculously hard concept for everyone to understand just to be, like, kind, just to be fucking nice to someone? Yeah. Like...
0: I, 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 that truly blows my mind as well because I honestly find it so much more difficult to be mean than it is to be kind so i don't yeah. understand really what the problem is and all of that shit all of that like Im- increase the price of epipens that stupid shit fucker kid asshole that was like increasing the price what was he increasing the prices of cancer medicine and then he went to jail he was on trial being a, like a shithead or was it aids med- medication it was something like incredibly fucked up
1: yeah I'm pretty sure... I think we're talking about the same person. Yep. I think it's the EpiPen guy. Oh, that is guy. the EpiPen he, guy.
0: It's that guy. Yeah,
1: it's the same guy. He's He just got caught for yeah. a couple of things. Yeah. The but, fuck? yeah. Good God. Like, it's just, like, another reason why I'm, like, so fucking pissed that, like, all these companies that have vaccines in the U.S. right now are not sharing their patents. Mm-hmm. It's, like, you could literally save lives all
0: over the world. You yep. could
1: save lives
0: you could save lives
1: yet your bottom line is more important than the body line like what the fuck
0: yeah yeah capitalism
1: when did humanity lose its humanity Mm -hmm.
0: yeah Yeah. um well i have one more article because i want to talk a little bit about if you are going to try some psilocybin Uh, now if it's, you know, while it's still illegal or eventually once it gets decriminalized, hopefully in more and more places uh, we're going to tell you a little bit about things to do to have a good experience but we're going to do it after our second break okay? sounds good alright, you're listening to The Way Highway here on Adobe Radio, we'll be right back don't move a muscle Uh Welcome back to the Way Highway. Here on Adobe Radio, I'm Sean and I'm Kristen. It's still my voice. Yeah, it's dude. Still my voice. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good voice. I like it. I like it. Oh. I like it too. So here's an article from HighExistence.com, and it's called Forty Trip. Forty trips, <laughs> forty tips, and ideas for having an extraordinary psychedelic experience by Jordan Bates.
1: Forty tips for forty trips. Forty Come tips, on, 40 guys. Trips.
0: Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs>
1: Fucking shit. You fixed
0: it. <laughs> you fixed it. <laughs> um, so it starts off by just saying, just saying some shit that I absolutely love. Like that. Like this is everything. This is why you should decriminalize. And study. Psychedelics, if used responsibly, responsibly, can be profoundly life changing and awe conjuring. As has been argued here previously, substances such as LSD and psilocybin mushrooms can catalyze mystical experiences that result in a long term increase in openness, which equals an increase in aesthetic appreciation and sensitivity. Imagination and fantasy And broad-minded tolerance Of others' viewpoints And values Fuck yeah (laughs) Get Some of that
1: I mean, why did we do Like Why did the US government do Like All of the testing with acid But like Was like, no, no, leave this shit alone
0: (laughs) Yeah Yeah, uh, because you like—is it control? You don't want us free and open-minded. You want us narrow-minded and. and
1: I mean, how else are they going to control the population, man?
0: Good God! Furthermore, I've
1: never sounded more like a hippie than in that moment, especially. When I ended it with man. Hey, man. <laughs> God damn it. This feels good. Yeah. I feel like I've awakened. Yeah.
0: You're doing it. You're doing it. Uh,
1: <laughs> Final form.
0: <laughs> oh. Furthermore, these substances can also lead to breakthroughs or experiences in which sub- subjects see and understand their lives and minds in entirely new ways Gaining a renewed sense of the value of life and constructive insight into their peculiar psychic baggage. Why wouldn't you want that?
1: <laughs> it sounds it sounds amazing.
0: <laughs> One more. Like, I'm
1: absolutely yeah. petrified of like some drugs because I'm like. In my head, I'm so afraid of the possibility of addiction that I'm like, "Ah!" oh! But like, shrooms sounds like it would be just like a good time.
0: Oh, we should get a cabin in the woods and do shrooms, Kristen. We should definitely
1: do that. So exciting.
0: We should definitely, definitely do that. Uh, Beyond that, psychedelics tend to unlock people's minds in such a way that as to allow them to perceive the beauty, surreality, and majesty of the universe in previously unfathomable ways. (laughs) Awesome. Get it going. Okay, so let's get to the tips. Let's get to the tips. I I
1: also (laughs) like that it's like, hey, yeah, like, you want to do shrooms? You'll come out of it, like, way fucking cooler.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So Honestly, that is no joke. That is one of the the last times I did shrooms, I did it with a friend. She had never done them before. She was going through something. She had a death in the family. We did the shrooms. We giggled for a little while. We looked at trees. And then she went through an incredible catharsis. And I was just there for her hand on shoulder. And she went through something. And then that took about, it was maybe like 20 minutes of like, real experience and then got through that. And then we had like some snacks and we had some more laughs and we had a grand old time. Um, and a few days later she called me and to thank me because she, like the catharsis was real. She went yeah. through something, she released a lot of things and on the other side, the life had improved. Like it, yeah. the catharsis was real.
1: Because, like, so, like, one of my favorite sayings is you don't know something until you know.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Um, And, like, being able to unlock a piece of information Mm -hmm. that allows you to somehow access a place where you can let go of an emotional trauma that's been like hanging on you for your entire life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like that sounds incredible because like, I'm very anti, um, like, ugh, like you go to a therapist and they'll like, Oh, let me take you back and do regression therapy. Cause that's like, that's like implanting memories and shit. But like, going on an experience where you know it's guided by your own mind not someone else's intent yeah um and like you can kind of come to an understanding because like that's really what life is Mm -hmm. is coming to understandings and like getting to the next place of knowing yes because i know i've said it a million times but like i have I've had conversations with my younger cousins where I've given them a piece of advice and then said to them, I'm giving you this piece of advice, knowing full well that you will not hear this piece of advice until after you've made all of the choices that you're going to make. And like, you're not going to listen to me and that's totally fine, but I would just like to have like, give you the information so that you can make an informed
0: choice. Yeah.
1: And then um like afterwards having them come to me and be like, Yep.
0: <laughs> I get it now.
1: Right. I didn't hear you until Yep, yep. you're right. Yep. That's exactly what it is.
0: Yep. It's really interesting that for me, um, an alcohol, <clears throat> which is something I have not had now in about three and a half years. Um Ditto. Yeah.
1: It's so weird I always forget.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're like right at the same time. Um but when it gets hard for me, right? When I want to drink, what is happening is I'm going through something emotional. Like I'm feeling so, a particular emotion in a way that I don't want to. Whether I'm incredibly lonely, uh, I'm incredibly heartbroken and sad. Uh, I'm, inc- I'm, I'm angry about something. And the reason why I think about drinking in that moment is because that was the way I used to numb all that shit. Because I could just go get blotto and then none of that matters because I've numbed it all. Right? Yeah. And alcohol is completely legal for people above the drinking age. And it's marketed and pushed and people make billions of dollars off of it, right? And they want me to do that, right? Because they want me to drink to do that. But when you numb the emotion, it doesn't go away. You're just numbing it so it can come back later and destroy you.
1: Yeah, and then like on top of it, if you are an individual like me who has issues with uh, depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and you happen to drink, you can either mess with a medication that you are taking yep. and, or it can make it so much worse because I cannot tell you, I cannot tell you how many times I woke up like hungover mm-hmm. and like, every single piece of me no longer wanted to exist yeah. because of how rough the next day was. Yep. Yep. Um, And that's so difficult. And that's such a difficult thing to do to your body and to yourself, especially like mentally over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: And like being able to like, let go of that. And like, cause in my moments when I'm struggling too, again, it is very similar to you when I'm like, I'm so upset and I feel like I can't do anything to numb the pain. Yeah. And all I want to do is make it stop for a little while. Yep. And I um, am at a place and I'll just be like, okay, well maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'll just like, I've been like forever since I've drank. So like if I drink one thing, then, like, maybe, like, I'll just be at that place and I won't have to, like, keep drinking. Mm -hmm. And you, like, kind of, like, reason with yourself Mm -hmm. because, of course, your brain um, and your uh, depression are lying to you because that's literally what they do. That's all they're fucking good for is to lie to you and tell you, like, terrible things and that you're not, like, worth it. Um, And just awful shit. Um, And then you kind of like reason with yourself and then you get to a point where, or I get to a point where I kind of go like, no, it's not worth, it's not worth the feeling of tomorrow because I still remember, I still remember how bad that was. Yeah. And like that trauma is enough to keep me stiff arming alcohol because I just can't, like go to those dark places anymore. Mm -hmm. I just can't get back to that place because like, that's the most horrifying thing in the world to someone who is in like suffering with mental health. Um, or at least one of the most difficult things is like, my thought is I can't go back there. I can't go back there. And I keep having those thoughts, um, and, uh, like desperately attempting to progress forward to make sure that I never have the terrible feelings again and the terrible feelings, um, the terrible feelings, they'll continue. But the thing that you don't realize is that along the way you gain better understanding of yourself, you gain better understanding of your enemy, the depression and anxiety. Um, you gain, um, like a, an ability to understand what's happening and that can h- kind of help you to cope with the experience and make the swings less extreme. Yeah. Um and there's speaking of TikTok, there's a trend mm-hmm. on TikTok mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um and it's basically um people who are trigger warning um who have survived, um, self-harm and it's, um, their younger self asking questions to their current self. Oh, wow. And it's asking like, did we accomplish this? Did we do this? Mm. Did we ever get this dream? Did we marry someone? Um, like all the, like the goals that they had for themselves when they were younger and then, um, whatever the answers are, the person responds as the older self. And then they usually end it on the question, but are we happy?
0: Yeah.
1: And the person normally through all of the struggles and all of the things that they've been through, they've gotten to a place where they never thought like, cause I never thought I could be at a place where I could be just happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, they get to a place where they're like, yeah, I've struggled and like, it's been really difficult, but like, yeah, I am happy. Like it's, a, you can get there and it is a journey <laughs> and it's hard, um, but it's worth it. Yeah. Um, and it takes bravery and it takes courage and it takes patience and self-care and understanding, um, And the ability to, um, look inwards and forgive yourself, Mm -hmm. um, and also forgive the people that have hurt you, whether they did it knowing or unknowingly. Um, and yeah, it's just, um, it's about growth Mm -hmm. and the search for the, uh, I call it emotional intelligence in order to be able to um continue to dive on that journey because at the end of the day you're just trying to be a better person
0: right and it seems a little crazy that the thing that might help you open up face the thing deal with the thing and release the thing is illegal is illegal We're running out of time and I didn't get to any of the tips yet. Should I just rapid fire the tips? Yes. If you're going to do shrooms, this is what you should do. You should choose a location very deliberately. You should let breath be your anchor. You should play chill music. You should have zero obligations all day and preferably the next day as well. You should trip only with people you love and who completely accept you. You should set intentions. You should have silence, darkness, and solitude. I wouldn't say the whole time, but some of the time, just in case you want that. You should go barefoot for a while. You should not think too much. You should get out into nature. Have a safety blanket, a literal safety blanket, a thing to, like, a sweater or a big blanket to put on top of you. You should dress comfortably. You should have water handy. You should go for walks. You should meditate beforehand. Don't be hungover. Bring healthy snacks. Take deep breaths beforehand. Remember that you have control over your mindset. Trust the process. You'll need to get the experience you need, not the one you want. Bring a journal and pens. Prepare a special playlist. Everything is gonna be okay. If things start to get dark, sing a song or hug a friend. Surrender completely, let go. Trust the process. The only way out is through. Enjoy the trip. Every bad trip has a lesson. Go with the flow. Surrender to whatever is happening. Build a campfire. Balance yourself out. Different psychedelics. You should do them in different settings. Mushrooms, not a not a party or a or, or a festival. LSD, maybe a party or a festival. If things get too intense, uh, connect with nature. Oh, that's all the same thing. Look at art or read a poem. Drink coffee when you're coming down. Spend time with your pets. Embrace the discomfort. Leave your electronics behind. Go camping and just roll with it
1: that was a perfect speed through amazing that was very well done thank you
0: uh i had a blast here today Kristen. thank you so much i can't wait to do it again next week uh hell yeah and make sure you listen to the way highway each and every week here on adobe radio thursdays 4 p.m pacific 7 p.m eastern go to the place where you get your podcasts look for the way highway subscribe Download, catch up, leave us a rating or a review. Kristen, get us out of here.
1: If you'd like to follow us on social media, you could go ahead and follow Sean Cowick at Sean Catwick. You could follow me, Kristen Sanchez, at Siren16X. You could also follow the Way Highway at Way Highway, or send us an email at wayhighway at adobe.com. And we just want to thank all of you for listening. And for being amazing, and we'd like to thank uh, Adobe, and we'd like to thank Nice Kai Digital, and we'd like to thank Jelly and Bernie, and we'd like to thank uh, Dr. God, and we'd like to thank Gregory Jenkins yeah. for the music. Yeah, we'll see you next week, Stoners. Bye. Bye. Bye.